we are studying six special spiritual qualities which can empower us to end suffering and dissatisfaction in our lives and to begin experiencing happiness and liberation. This we call six parameters. If we want to liberate ourselves, if we want more happiness and joy in our lives, we need to cultivate these qualities. If we want to cross the stormy water of delusion, uneasiness, discomfort, and suffering to the other world, the other shore of uh, liberation and freedom, this is the quality we need to restore in ourselves because this is the qualities of our own Buddha nature, which is symbolized here as Irwansa. So if you understand you are born with these qualities, you are born with Buddha nature, this perfect, complete qualities, which is generosity, ethics, patience, perseverance, wisdom, and concentration. Our Buddha nature has all these qualities. We are now cultivating that quality and restoring and uncovering those qualities of our Buddha nature by looking at Irwansang, by chanting Irwansang Bao, by meditating, and all this uh, uh, practice. So last Sunday, we studied uh, Dana Paramita, the perfection of generosity. Perfection of generosity is uh, maintained and sustained by perfection of ethics, uh, second parameter called Sila uh, parameter. So today I will focus on this uh, second parameter, perfection of wisdom. Sila is uh, translated as ethics, ethical conduct, or morality. It is very important to understand in Buddhism, ethics or moralities uh, not depend on external authority or external uh, world. It is natural expression of our own Buddha nature or natural expression of our own awakening or compassion and, and generosity. So Sila Paramita, is uh, the enlightened quality of uh, decent and ethical behavior, uh, self-discipline, morality, or personal integrity, honor, and harmlessness. So this quality, we all want it, right? We wanna live with this, we wanna experience it, and we wanna practice it in our lives. This practice foundation for advancing our cultivation of spirituality and meditation. If you commit unethical, immoral act in a conduct, you cannot meditate well because you will be disturbed by this uh, consequence of uh, uh, 
unethical conducts. So liberation in Buddhism is a result on your own cultivation and your own moral development. Because all the tendency, all the attitudes, all the your mental um, preference, all those things is created by you, no one else. That's why you are the one to meditate. You are the one to cultivate. You are the one to develop this moral quality of six parameters. It is very important to recognize that, especially one Buddhist teaching, by understanding all the Dharma, by understanding all Buddhist truths and principles, we are learning to make a mindful choice each day, each moment. Whatever you engage, either in meditation or in the uh, outer world. So cultivating how to make a mindful choice in action in order to make yourself happier or more wholesome, as well as uh, bringing happiness to yourself as, and bringing benefit over your positive quality to life around you and benefit for others. So we want to create this positive quality and healthier condition for our future lives. Even beginning today, most conducive for the awakening and most conducive for the uh, long-term benefit of ourselves and others. So mindful choice is very important in one Buddhist tradition. By understanding wisdom, by uh, cultivating spirituality, and through practice of meditation, we are now ready to make the right choice in each day. Sotesan said that every person, without exception, dislikes suffering and likes happiness. However, few people try to examine the causes of suffering and happiness. So think about what are the causes of your suffering, your own suffering? What makes you feel bad? Or what makes you feel weak or depressed or uncomfortable? The cause of suffering in this uh, teaching of a six parameter is unethical behavior. And cause of a happiness is that bringing your own wisdom and serenity to make a mindful choice. That mindful choice is ethical behavior. That is a cause of a happiness. So think about the what makes you happy. What makes you strong and spiritual and be centered. So you need to find out those uh, qualities, what makes you happy or what makes you feel bad about it or suffering. Because each individual are all different. Why we are all different? Even twins, they're different. The reason we are different is that our thinking, our way of uh, behave, or our way of speaking 
is different. That's why we are creating our own identity. We are creating uh, our own karma. So each individual's karma is different. At the same time, if the individual's uh, development of cultivation or meditating level is different, that's why you need to concern today, especially, what is the cause for your own suffering and what brings you and makes you happy? What are the basic principles of a Buddhist ethic? The first principle of a Buddhist ethic is uh, to do what is right. So think about the what to do. When you have a clear idea of what makes you happy and what makes you liberate from suffering, then it will be easy to fill out what to do in your life and in your practice. So in Buddhist tradition, we promote goodness, generosity, loving kindness, and wisdom. Since we are living in 21st century, we need to update our mentality and our attitude to meet the challenges of our time. We need to upgrade, enhance, and uh, improve and change our capacity as well as the attitude to meet the need of our time. If you don't do it, you will experience you are far behind. It's hard to catch up with even your peers. According to UN statistics, in 2011, nearly 5 billion people globally, 67% of the world population use cellular phones. And about 2 billion people, about 28% of the world population use the internet. So digital revolution are reshaping the way we communicate, the way we work together. Sotesan emphasized this element by saying that as the material civilization develops, cultivate spiritual civilization accordingly. So material civilization, even we don't do anything, it's gonna expand it it will be a rapidly transforming whole world. But the critical for our practitioners here is that we need to think about spiritual civilization. We have to have a more stronger, stronger spiritual cultivation in order to stay calm, in order to be stay centered in this fast, rapidly uh, changing reality. So what do we need to do in order to skillfully serve ourselves and serve others in this 21st century? Master Cheng San declared uh, universal ethics in 1961. It's providing content of spirituality or content of a spiritual civilization. He recognized that all religions and spirituality are based on common source. 
all human beings and all forms of life are interdependent as a one earth family and all social, economic, religious and political enterprises have a common purpose. So this is in one Buddhism, the ethics for 21st century. So common source, we all share common source coming from this Iran song, truth, or our Buddha nature, we all share that. But this is not just the one Buddhist sharing, one individuals of one Buddhist tradition share it, but whole world begin to recognize that unless we do that, we will not be able to maintain peace on earth. So this common source is, is a very common theme now even at the United Nations. The first week of February each year as the UN's um, World Interfaith Harmony Week, we celebrate at the General Assembly Hall by invitation of a president of a General Assembly, Ambassador Alizer to bring religious and, and political leaders to think about how to advance the humanity, how to advance the oneness of humanity, and reduce the suffering in your life. All Buddha Dharma, follow noble truth, a fold path, this is six parameters, as well as uh, four great powers. All those things will help you to enhance your life in this 21st century. And second principle of a Buddhist ethic is not to do what is not right. So we perfect ethical conduct by eliminating harmful behavior or harmful thought or harmful speech following precepts. So today is the day you may decide not to do these things because we don't want to hurt you and we don't want to hurt others. So this guideline of a mindful choice in our mental action, intention, thinking, you know, perception, all those mental actions, think about what not to do in your life. This precept is uh, some guidelines, but in your life again, you may have your personal things you don't want to do. So the moment you, you have these qualities, uh, these uh, um, negative qualities, you're just uh, aware of it and let it go. So when you have ego playing or greedy playing, then replace it with generosity, the first parameter. When you have anger in your mind, when you have hatred, sometimes it's very subtle but play a big role, then replace it with a loving kindness. When you have a delusion, replace it with a wisdom. So it is possible if we are aware of it, what is happening in our mind, we can constantly guard ourselves in our thoughts speech and action and eliminating the cause of suffering and nourishing the positive quality. Buddha said all the holy words you read, you read a lot, right? In this culture, you read many, many Buddhist books. 
all the uh, holy words you speak are as one nothing if you do not act upon them. Even if you read little and say little, but live the right way, forsaking, craving, hatred, and delusion, you will know the truth and find calmness and will show others the path. So mindful action, do the right things is critical. The essence of Silla Paramita is that through our own love and compassion, we do not harm others or ourselves in our thinking, in our speech, in our action. That is simple, right? So in Buddhism, distinction between what to do and what not to do, or distinction between ethical or unethical or moral or immoral is very simple. That any action rooted in greed, hatred and anger and delusion are unethical, things not to do. And any action rooted in the quality of a generosity, loving kindness and wisdom, this is what to do, this is ethical. Third principle of ethic is uh, purify the mind. It could be included the first one and two, but in Buddhism, we have a separately uh, purifying the mind. Purifying your mind, purifying your thoughts, purifying your intention, and purifying your karma is critical because the mind, any thought or intention or um, any activity in our mind can be foundation for our action and speech. That's why it's critical to detect invisible world of your mind and your heart. We cannot eliminate this negative quality of greed or anger or hatred or delusion by just suppressing it. It is a impossible to do that in, in Buddhist tradition. We think that we have to let it go of this negative quality by awakening of oneness, by awakening of your Buddha nature, by understanding of who you are through process of self-realization and self-understanding. So Buddhist ethics based on intention so as you heard enough of this intention of uh, our teaching that how, why intention is so important. The connection between thought and deed, between mental and physical action is an extension of your intention. So it is not possible to commit murder without having this hatred and anger or delusion or greed in your mind. That's why it is critical to look at your intention, to look at your mental state, to look at your thought, to look at your mind and heart with a fresh light all the time. 
So you can be fully aware of it. When you see it, if you clearly see it, you don't want that in your self. So you will find ways to let it go and eliminate it. In our emphasis of intention, our speeches and our action, all ethical or unethical behaviors first uh, formulate the in silent, invisible world of your mind. That is why this is so critical. We are advancing by purifying this mind, we are advancing psychic change in ourselves and in our attitude. Change your mind is a beginning step, the first step, and halfway done too, if you can change your mind and change this psychic consequence of our uh, being. So if we keep practicing this, that we can cultivate innate tendency toward generosity and compassion. For most people, it's ideal. It's very difficult to change it. Take a long time to change it. And need a lot of work and a lot of constant effort. Why? Why do you think it takes so long? Even Buddha took about 500 lifetimes. Why? Because if we pay attention to our mind, there are so many thoughts arise, right? Many different thoughts. But if you uh, look at the, any farm fields, since I was growing up in the farm, I saw it very clearly when I was young. You plant vegetables and crops and fruits all of these uh, grains not growing unless you fertilize it, unless we provide the uh, very nutrient uh, environment. But the weeds in the same field grow without your attention. So if you don't keep weeding out, you have intensive um, vegetable is destroyed by the weed. Very similar things happening in our mind. Naturally, we have this kind of tendency. That's why it takes so long to purify our mind, to purify uh, this heart. So it takes a long, but don't be discouraged that you are the one weeding out from your mind because uh, even Buddha cannot see it, what is happening in your mind. He cannot help you. He could just the pointing guidelines and pointing the moon so you can see the moon yourself, not just the see pointing finger itself. The first aspect of a Buddhist ethics is, uh, is uh, responsibility. The teachings of karma in Buddhism is that we are responsible for our life. We are responsible for ourselves. We are responsible for our own thoughts and speeches and actions. So 
for every action there is an equal reaction. That's why we have to live responsibly. There was a boy who was very angry at his, uh, his mother and he said to his mother, I hate you. And he was scared because he, he would get punishment from his mother. So he ran to the mountain and keep shouting, I hate you and I hate you. And the boy heard a boy in the mountain echoing, I hate you, I hate you. So he was frightened. There is a bad boy in the mountain, hate me. So he ran to his mother and described that there is a bad boy, keep saying to me, I, you know, I hate you. So mother took this boy to the mountain again and asked him, shout, I love you. So boy shouted in the mountain, I love you, I love you. The young boy in the mountain echoed, I love you, I love you. So what we say, act, and think, if we are generating this kind of a hatred, if we keep saying, I hate you, or thinking, I hate you, then it comes back to us, the hatred energy around us. Same way, if we keep loving others and say, I love you, or practice I love you, then that loving energy coming back to us. So we are responsible for whatever happening in our lives. Don't think it's cruel. Because as adults, if we take a leadership and ownership of who we are and accept who we are, our environment, our circumstance, and our world, then you will find a way to resolve it and make it happier and more serenity or generosity in your life. If we find somebody else for our emotion or our own problems, you will never find any key. You will continue to dodge negative pattern of being on earth because you will use that excuse of a victimized or bad experience when you are young and using that to continue uh, negative patterns, um, negative ways of uh, living. So by recognizing what to do today in your life, daily what to do, perhaps the meditation every, every morning, and what not to do, maybe not lazy, and purifying our intention and our mind, and be responsible, take responsibility of who I am and who I will be in the future. That is a critical importance that expecting better reality tomorrow is coming from changing this uh, mental, verbal, and physical action today. So Silla parameter correspond in one Buddhist teaching as a mindful choice. So Tessan said that the quickest way of attaining the power of choice in both action and rest are as follows. Very simple, just remember it. First, once you know something is right, proceed it even at the risk of your life. 
regardless of whether it is great or small. If you practice anything, what to do here, with at risk of uh, your life, have that kind of commitment and resolution and um, determination, you can achieve it. Second, once you know something is wrong, discontinue it even at risk of your life, regardless whether it is great or small. So if you decide not to do, practice it at risk of your life, then nothing is impossible. Third, in all your actions, do not be discouraged if the power of choice does not come readily. But persist in your practice and endlessly accumulate the virtue of practice. So when you practice this one, within short period of time, you, are, you won't have a result. You want to see the result. That is the number three here. It doesn't come so fast, so easily, and instant because it's very hard to change your karma, very hard to change your um, mentality and, and this accumulated um, habit. So if you realize that what not to do or what to do and with this persistent practice that we can reduce and eliminate suffering in our lives and unhappiness because all unethical behaviors is a cause of suffering and unhappiness. If we are practicing this uh, Silla parameter, we are not carrying out any underlying sense of guilt or remorse for our actions because you are cultivating this positive action and ethical behavior all the time. So by just simply know this principle, you will have a motivation and enthusiasm for the practice, for the continuation of the practice. So result of perfection of uh, ethics or Silla parameter is that you will experience greater happiness and greater um, balance and equanimity in your life. This will help us to develop a deeper understanding of who we are and advancing our cultivation, advancing in our development, in our meditation and wisdom. So Sila Paramita is the one we can bring liberty, liberation, freedom, happiness and security in our lives. So through this uh, practice of Silla Paramita, we no longer create suffering for ourselves and others. This is what we want, right? This is the reason we are cultivating. We are coming to temple and meditating. Just to change our destiny from here and now by changing our mind and have this commitment to do things you set out to do and not to do things you, especially today, uh, decide not to do. So let us cultivate our goodness and happiness and enlightenment 
through practice of this uh, six parameter of a mindful choice that taking responsibility for our own action, our own thought, our own speeches, purifying our mind and really cultivate, meditate every day. That is the things we want to do and eliminate all those unwholesome mental state so we can create this uh, Buddha within expressed in our daily life. This Buddha nature of a symbol here always rounded and inclusive and open openness to ourselves and to life around us. So you are the one to carry this practice and practice it, uh, this uh, Silla Paramita, and that is the one way to make a real peace and joy in our life and in our world. <laughs>